Hello, everybody. I wanted to um, thank everyone for all of your comments yesterday. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, everyone seemed to enjoy hearing a little bit from Just Kids. And so I thought since yesterday was speaking of Robert's passing, I would just read you something, well, a little more upbeat. So um, I hope everyone is doing well. And I'm going to be reading, um, oh, this would be from August, no, September 1st. It, it's a little recounting of our, um, uh, let's see, it would be 67, our second anniversary together. It was September 1st, 1969, and um, Robert and I, decided to spend our anniversary at one of our favorite places, Coney Island. Robert and I rose early. We had put aside money for our second anniversary. I had prepared our clothing the night before, washing our things in the sink. He squeezed out the excess water as his hands were stronger, and I draped the clothes over the iron headboard we used as a clothesline. In order to dress for the occasion, Robert disassembled the piece in which he had stretched two black t-shirts on a vertical frame. So what, <clears throat> sorry, Robert would um, often put together an installation with my things or his things and often using his own clothes. So when he needed the clothes, uh, he would have to take the installation apart. I had sold a Faulkner book, um, another explanation needed. Um, although I worked at Scribner's bookstore I and had a normal salary, I think I made $65 a week. Um, I would also scout on my days off secondhand bookstores and uh, or junk stores and find really amazing things back then. In 1969, I found a signed, uh, a book of Will, Will, William Faulkner signed, and they were quite scarce. So I resold it, and I made, uh, yeah, I made some money. I had sold the Faulkner book, and along with a week's rent, which was $55, I was able to buy Robert a Borsalino hat at the JJ Center, Hat Center on Fifth Avenue. That place, I believe, still exists. It was a fedora, and I watched him comb his hair and try it on in different ways before the mirror. He was obviously pleased as he jokingly pranced around in his anniversary hat. He put the book I was reading my sweater, his cigarettes, and a bottle of cream soda in a white sack. He didn't mind carrying it because it lent him a kind of sailor's air. We boarded the F train and we rode to the end of the line. I always loved the ride to Coney Island. Just the idea that you could go to the ocean via subway seemed so magical. I was deeply absorbed in a biography of Crazy Horse, 
when I snapped into the present and looked at Robert. He was like a character in Brighton Rock in his 40s styles hat, black net t-shirt, and hirachis. We pulled into our stop. I leapt to my feet, filled with the anticipation of a child, slipping the book back into the sack, and he took my hand. Robert and I always liked holding hands. He was never embarrassed about that. <clears throat> Nothing was more wonderful to me than Coney Island with its gritty innocence. It was our kind of place. The fading arcades, the peeling signs of bygone days, cotton candy, cupie dolls on a stick, dressed in feathers and glittering top hats. We wandered through the last gasp of the sideshows. They had lost their luster, though they still touted such human oddities as the donkey-faced boy, the alligator man, and the three-legged girl. Robert found the world of freaks fascinating, though of late he was foregoing them in his works for leather boys. So Robert made a lot of collages. And in 67 and 68, he um, would use religious imagery and then freak imagery. And then in 69, he was using sailor and leather boy in imagery. We strolled the boardwalk and we got our picture taken by an old man with a box camera. We had to wait for an hour for it to be developed. So we went to the end of the long fishing pier where there was a shack that served coffee and hot chocolate. There were pictures of Jesus, President Kennedy, and the astronauts taped, the, taped to the wall behind the cash register. I love this place so much. I used to daydream about working there, and uh, um, but sadly it was swept away in a massive storm. It went way, way out, and um, yeah, I just... I was very sad when it got swept away. It was one of our favorite places, and I would often daydream of getting a job there and living in one of the old tenement buildings across from Nathan's. All along the pier, young boys and their grandfathers were crabbing. They would slide raw chicken as bait in a small cage on a rope and then hurl it over the side. This pier was swept away in a big storm in the 80s, but Nathan's, which was Robert's favorite place, remained. Normally, we only had money for one hot dog and a Coke. He would eat most of the dog, and I would eat most of the sauerkraut. But that day, we had enough money for two of everything. We walked across the beach to say hello to the ocean, and I sang him the song, Coney Island Baby by the Excellence. You know, this song goes some. You're my Coney Island baby. Anyway, that's that song. Robert wrote our names in the sand. We were just ourselves that day, without a care. It was our good fortune that this moment in time was frozen in a box camera. It was our first real New York portrait.
who we were. Only weeks before, we had been at rock bottom, but our blue star, as Robert called it, was rising. We boarded the F train for the long ride back, returned to our little room, and cleared off the bed, happy to be together. So um, I'm. that picture um, was on the cover of the hard hardcover uh, version of Just Kids, taken on our anniversary, September 1st, 1969.